Welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. Here are your hosts, Casey Woolley and Matthew Brown. Hello, everyone, and welcome into the Beers and Ears podcast. My name is Matt, and I am joined by now, based on the rules of our podcasts, because this is your second time on, friend of the pod. Yes. Thomas Flath. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so you came on in our Knights of the Old Republic episode, if you uh, yep. if you listen to that one. Um, and so the reason that Casey is not here, there's nothing, you know, I, I've missed because of birth of children and Casey's missed because he's been sick a couple times or on vacation. The, Casey is perfectly fine, not on vacation. Um, many of you who have listened to the pod, you know that Casey is not a side quest person. Casey likes the linear story and that's it. And so when Marvel What If came out, I was very excited. Um, Casey watched, I think, the first half of episode one and went not for me. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> so uh, so when we were planning all this out, I was like, Casey, can you like take a week off so I can I can talk about that? I'll bring someone else on. I'll go find someone who is a side quest person and we'll go talk about What If. So I texted Thomas and went, come back on the pod. And just discuss with me what if. So Casey will be back next week, um, but we're gonna we're gonna go side questing here today. And there are a lot of side quests to talk about here. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to refresh my memory a little bit because this has been out for yeah. a while. Um, this came out in the summer, um, and and for those of you that don't know, what if is a a comic book series that came out a while back, where the comic book creators took random scenarios using what if. So I believe one of the earlier ones was like, what if Dr. Doom uh, took over the world? And they, they looked at that and there was a bunch of other stuff. And so when this was announced, um, uh, because they were very fan favorite comics. And so when this was announced, people were really excited about it, especially because it was going to be an MCU twist on it. So um, this was one of the, I don't remember when it was announced, but I remember when I, when I heard about it, I was really excited. What about you? Oh, I right up there with you. Like, like, yeah, we, we, we know a lot of the big stories and like, they're fun. We love them. But like, to me, the idea of the show is just like, you're sitting around with friends, just kind of talking about like that, that card game you have super fight. That's yeah. exactly what I thought of for the show. It's like, all right, what if you have, um, you know, Star Lord, but it's actually, you know, Black Panther or, you know, like that, that, that sort of thing of just like, talking with their friends like oh man what would it be like if, if we saw ultron doing this or thanos doing that and it was like yeah like just super fun almost like fan fiction yeah that's what i was about to say it's it's almost like uh sanctioned fan fiction yeah and fan fiction that doesn't involve like disgusting things i feel like anytime <laughs> i hear fan fiction there's something disgusting that has to happen in there and or it's really just bad. <laughs> See, I almost think that bad fan fiction is better than someone who, because bad fan fiction is at least very entertaining to read. True, true. But uh, I had someone when I worked at the Disney store that that was a, a brony. Uh, uh, for those of you that don't know, this is a person, a, an adult male that is really into My Little Pony, and he was telling me about the My Little Pony and Disney crossover fan fiction that he was writing, and <laughs> I have never prayed for someone to need help more. <laughs> like, somebody call on the radio for a manager, please. <laughs> Where, where's an irate guest when you need one? <laughs> I, I gotta get going. I gotta walk the dog. Oh my gosh! Oh, oh, oh no! Uh, but it is like it's this, it's this fan fiction, yeah. and um, it, I, I like that the, that it does have like this. You're sitting around with your friends. You're like, well, what if this would happen? Well, what if this happened? This character. Um, 
and um and uh, super fight's a pretty good uh, uh a comp to that uh super fight for those of you that don't know is a game where you can play it a variety of ways but essentially you have characters and people and then you give them powers and you have them fight powers powers, so to speak so um and and the powers are everything from you know normal like telekinesis super strength to like has six heads or even some like bad ones that are like carrying too many shopping bags and so you get some great ones that's like jack bauer carrying too many shopping bags with a baseball bat (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so uh, very very fun. Um, okay, well let's let's dive right into this. So I mean I, I don't feel like we need to go like episode to episode. That feels kind of like I'm, I'm sure we'll kind of hit all of them as we weave this discussion in. Yeah. So like what was your what was your favorite I, just episode? Like the the episode that you were like, yes, if I'm watching this again, this is the first one I'm going to. The the second episode is the one where it finally hit me. It's like th- this is what I wanted it to be. It's just so much fun. So the second episode is what if T'Challa was Star-Lord? And like, we'll talk about the other episodes. You know, they, some of them are a little bit darker or a little bit heavier. This one was just pure fun. I'm laughing all the way through. It's just so charming. And like, it, it reminded me of Saturday morning cartoons, you know, like I'm sitting there. I, I feel like a kid. I'm having a good time. It's exactly exactly what I wanted it to be. Well, and of course, I mean, this is, I believe, the last thing that Chadwick Boseman did. Yep. So he is the voice of T'Challa in this. Yeah. I I mean, admittedly, I at at the end of the episode, like they had that little in in memoriam for him. I teared up a little bit. It was that was really really sweet of them. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's it, that's just kind of weird to think. I, I, don't, I don't know, like with with something like this, you know, the Marvel Universe is the cinematic universe is so young mm-hmm. that we really shouldn't be having this yet where somebody's, you know, grown up or or died or something like that. Like it. it, it so it's just weird. I remember, yeah. you know, it was, it was last year at about this time, I actually think that uh, Chadwick Boseman died. Um, I want to say I was doing this day in history with my residents and, uh, hmm. that came up. So I want to say it was actually around the time of recording, you know, or late, late November, early December. And we were actually, it was very spooky. Um, if you go back and listen to our infinity saga series, we get to the black Panther episode. We had recorded our black Panther episode the day before he died. Ooh. And so it was eerie to be like, what? <laughs> and so yeah. when we talk about it on the episode. We backtrack and did a whole like thing at the front, but then like hearing his voice again and, and doing it, it was cool. And then yeah, a whole year later, the whole yeah. Thanos, like the whole Thanos bit throughout that episode oh my is gosh. just fantastic. I, honestly, that's the part that's so I'm going to be like, yeah, but you know, it's still genocide. I know. <laughs> Yes, I, I had the perfect plan until T'Challa, you know, uh, 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 explained to me a better way. Like, well, your plan was basically genocide. He's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, oh, that was just so funny to me, and just so lighthearted. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, yeah. How are the duck getting a, a oh. like more prevalent role? Uh, never thought you'd you'd need more Howard the Duck after the abomination that is that movie yeah have you ever seen that movie no i haven't don't should i no no (laughs) no is the answer um i I guess again for listeners of this pod i would rather watch home on the range than watch howard the duck and i've heard your opinions on home on the range yes yes yeah home on the range is is horrible and i would if you're giving me the choice 
a hundred times out of a hundred. It, it, like it's, it's bad. Howard the Duck isn't even bad enough that like it's kind of funny. It's nope. just unbearable it's, bad. It's all bad, which is disappointing because his comic is actually like it's it's a little bit like Deadpool, where not so much like the fourth wall breaks, but like it's so crazy over the top that it's funny. That's a yeah. little bit what like Howard the Duck is, where it's like quack foo, and it's like okay, like this can be serious and gritty while also being very funny and crazy. It's still um, a talking duck. Yeah, like, it's a talking duck. Like you can't take it that seriously. <laughs> um, so I was happy to see that that get in there. Um, for me, it was actually the very next episode that was my favorite, and this was was, was the what if the world, uh, the Earth or the world lost its mightiest heroes. So. This is it picks up at, you know, the end of Iron Man 2 when uh, Natasha and and Nick Fury visit Tony and uh, Tony all of a sudden kills over dead. Then you see Thor get shot by Hawkeye, then Hawkeye dies. And so it's, it's what I liked about it is I really didn't see this. Like, I didn't know where this was going. Like, yeah. all of a sudden, like, OK, you you know, you don't think it's uh, Black Widow. Like, yeah, I don't think so. But you know, clearly she's a suspect. Um, OK, well, maybe it was Hawkeye. OK, no, it's not Hawkeye. And uh, I thought that was uh, when it was revealed. So spoiler alert. Sorry. I mean, blanket spoiler for all our episodes. You know, when it yeah. turned out to be Hank Pym, that was the one behind all of these murders. And then like the end of, of Loki being Nick Fury and him just like taunting him was, I thought very, very funny. And I thought that this was the first episode that w they really like risked something because mm -hmm. the first episode is basically Captain America, the story of Captain America, but agent Carter takes over and it, it pretty much follows the same thing. Yeah. It, um, it was fine. Well, it, it, yeah, it was a good episode. Like, yeah, it, 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 it's fine. It was a good opener. Very, I felt like it was very safe. I well, think and the same it, thing with the, to me, the, the, yeah, the first episode was like, this is what what if is like 100 percent just like, hey, w what if we switch Captain America around? It, yeah, very safe episode. And like it, it settled you into the show. I, I thought it was a yeah. good introduction. Yeah. Second episode, we talked about it, you know, very fun, lighthearted. And yeah. then, but also very much like, okay, what if we just replace this character with this other character? Right. And it wasn't until this episode that I was like, whoa, they really like, like they, they killed people. Yeah. Like they, people they died. Killed Iron Man at the start. And, 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 not, and not in, you know, the typical comic way of, oh, you know, they'll bring him back later and he's not really dead. Oh no, he's dead. Gone. Done. Um, like so, I, the Hulk? I thought that was a yeah. Well, well, when the Hulk I, when the Hulk exploded, I was like, exploded the Hulk? Excuse me. Oh man, um, that's that, that like, I is this a kids show or like should kids not be watching this? I mean, that's the tricky thing. And blanket too, the animation style I really like. I think yeah, the, like, me too. The comic book look of animation, I think, has really come a long way. Um, but yeah, I, I think that I think that 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 was like the first real risky episode. And honestly, I'm a little bit disappointed that they didn't delve more into that storyline of I mean, you know, it's like, hey, you know, he finds Steve Rogers frozen ice, summons Carol Danvers. But. You know, that's really all that we, you know, kind of get of that. And I, I was maybe wanting a little bit more. 
Um, any other episodes that stood out to you? I, well, that, that last statement you said about wanting a little bit more, I almost feel like I could say that about every single episode. Like, part of the issue is th- these are all like 20, 25 minute episodes, yeah. right? And like, it's, there's so much they have to set up. And, and, and it helps that, you know, we already know these characters. We know the general idea of the worlds and all that, but there's still so much they have to set up and then initiate the story and then ha- come to a conclusion in just a short time. And um, yeah, like I, so many of these, I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't want this to end here. Or like, it didn't feel like, like an ending. Cause like, there's still so much more I want to know, but that is, kind of the point of the show and that it's here's a little snapshot of it yeah i mean and they they surprised me by uh tying all the storylines together kind of near the end i was not expecting that yeah I, um, so i want to get your opinion on that how did you feel about like, so it, the idea of the show is that it's these little one-shot adventures of these different kind of worlds, you know, and there, there's the Watcher and all these millions of multiverses. And then having it tied together at the end, what do you think about that? I wouldn't have minded if I thought the story was a little bit more interesting. So, okay, like, it's, you know, it, it, it comes off of what if Ultron won. And, you know, he gets... He, he wins and decimates the entire universe and then kind of becomes lonely and discovers these multiverses. And so the watcher has to bring them in. I, I, and then like the final battle was just kind of like, all right, we're going to battle him. And then, Oh, now Killmonger is going to wield the power. It's like, Oh, <laughs> like it just, it, it was like, Oh, okay. I I don't I don't know. I will say I I found the end of this series to be rather disappointing. I found the middle of this series to be very very exciting. Like, you know, very good start, ramped me up into it, really hit it in the middle, and then the end was just kind of like, "Oh." Yeah. Oh. Was this you your facial expression seemed to think that you agree with me. Yeah, that that the ending of tying it all together and bringing everyone back together just felt out of place for for in my mind what the show was and it, admittedly the, the episode of what if ultron won that that was another kind of standout episode to me it's like it it was so exciting just so cool right i mean at least like the first you know three-fourths of it of like to me that's exactly the kind of conversation you had with some friends and you're sitting at a bar and like all right what if you know ultron won and got the infinity gauntlet what would it look like like that was that was like the most comic booky moment of the whole show. And it was just so cool. Like seeing, you know, Thanos show up and he just cuts them in half, steals the stones. Let's go. <laughs> it's like, eh, no big deal. Yeah, like that was that, so cool. Well, especially because Thanos kind of for so long has been this like big, bad, you know, the big menacing villain to see Ultron just like cut him in half was really, really funny. But I, I felt like that that's where that episode needed to end with where yeah. he just decimated the universe. And that's what it was. Yep. And that's it. Um, and, and then, this, it, sorry, go ahead. Well, yeah, I, I, but then they, they, they kind of kept that going too long and just like having him, oh, he notices the watcher because he's so powerful. And it's like, yeah, okay. And I, the, the other quick complaint I got to say is, all right, so Ultron's wiping out the entire universe. And yet, of course, the two survivors are. Hawkeye and Black Widow somehow. <laughs> How does this? Oh, like just like yeah, they're 
they're trained. They're they're really good fighters. They're very good at what they do. But these are just regular humans. You have Thor, you know, God of Thunder. You have the Hulk here. I, uh, no, they're all dead. Black Widow and Hawkeye. Are, they're, they're they're the ones that are doing fine. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't I mean, get it. I mean, it is kind of one of the the big questions that I think a lot of people have of the Marvel Cinematic Universe of Hawkeye and Black Widow of how are you all still alive? (laughs) Of all the world events that have happened. uh, But I I mean, I guess I could go on about how, well, this shows how good they are at being undercover and all this other stuff, but you're right. Like Ultron really wiped out all the superpowered people. Well, all all life. Like at the end, wasn't it Every single living being. Yeah, I mean, he pretty much, and and then like I did enjoy the like, and then it caused him to like be like, oh shoot, I don't have a purpose anymore, and he kind of like yeah. had an existential crisis, and 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 ultimately, I was I was like, ha, take that, I have an existential crisis, you dumb robot, um, <laughs> and maybe I was like feeling the the feeling the. I'm trying. Can't think of the right word, but you know, when I have existential crises about my life, but also maybe he was a lesson that, you know, you can think that you want this, you know, all the money in the world or whatever, and you can get it, but then when you have it all, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So that's not what you really want. Yeah. Maybe Ultron is, maybe that episode is really trying to teach us. Okay, I just gifted some pastor a sermon. Like, like uh, if you are a pastor listening to this, you take it. Take, kids like, are going to love it. Oh, man, the young people will be like, oh, man, my pastor's so cool. He's talking about Marvel. What if? The, the real treasure is the friends we made along the way. <laughs> and there's some self-sacrifice in there. I mean, you got some Jesus connections. Like, Oh, yeah. All right. If I'm ever asked to do a sermon, I'm totally start doing writing this. I'm I'm, I'm going to start writing it. Um, I don't think I've ever gave. I the, I think the only sermons that I have given would are at weddings. Those are the only like sermons you could. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. I don't think I've ever like preached like in a church service. I think that surprises the, me. The only time I've done it would be at your wedding and my sister's wedding. <laughs> huh. That's weird. I I I would have thought that you know it just uh one-off sermon here and there and never yeah, happened. Like I'm, 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 I'm trying to think of that because I mean, with how much I love to talk, it's, it's, I mean, I run a freaking <laughs> podcast. I run two freaking podcasts. I mean, <laughs> this, this, this hobby, like when I started it, my parents were like, Oh my gosh, this is the perfect hobby. Oh, yeah, you just get to talk. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think, I don't think I've ever done that. I don't know. Uh, hey, if you All know right. me and know a time where I preached a sermon, Hit me up. <laughs> Tweet at us. I want to know. And I need video evidence of this. Yeah. Because um, I don't I don't remember it. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, but it, yeah, just like the ending where it it tried to tie it all together. And even again, like they, the, the ending, I just felt like, it was a little bit how I felt about the zombies episode. And that was the other episode that I felt like fell flat for me, is the zombies episode was just four times the same thing, which was, oh, we're in a pickle. Oh, it's my turn to sacrifice myself. Hey guys, yeah. I'm going to sacrifice myself. And then they go, Oh man. Oh no. And then, and then like they get to another yeah. thing and be like, no, no guys, my turn. And it's like, Oh, well, well. 
<laughs> that episode fell so flat because like it, they, it's like they couldn't figure out if they wanted it to be funny or super serious and so they just they just kept jumping between us like they're having this very heartfelt moment like this is my closest friend and they're about to sacrifice themselves and die and they do it and then it's like oh i ripped your arm off oopsie doopsie <laughs> it was like you just had a moment what are you doing yeah it just it 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 didn't feel like now i will say i feel like that was a little bit of a test episode um because a actual marvel zombie show has been announced yes and the comic is really really good so the comic follow again they they could do something completely different but the comic follows on the storyline where essentially the zombies can actually communicate with each other like they're like they're regular heroes and uh, you know, there's not as much meat on earth anymore. And so they have to like, you know, they, anytime something comes in, they, you know, just tear it to pieces, but they come to discover that if they just don't, if they resist the urge to feed, they get over it. And then they're just zombies that don't have the taste for human flesh. And so it's this really oh. interesting, um, and, and one of the characters is secretly keeping T'Challa alive and just like eating him like bit by bit, but he's still alive. And so he's on one <laughs> leg and it's like, it's, it's a super cool story arc. There's like five story arcs of this. Um, okay. like really, really cool. And so I guess that's what I had coming in. And, uh, I, I was just a little bit disappointed by, just the same thing three times again, where it was just like my turn to sacrifice myself, my turn to sacrifice myself. Oop. Uh, you, you or me next. Okay. You. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Later. And I, I just, I just felt like it was just, it just kind of fell flat for me though. I will say, I don't know if you, um, um, Avengers campus opened up in Disneyland and they have, um, committed to doing like characters from the TV series. And so that episode came out or it didn't come out near Halloween, but on Halloween, they had a zombie Captain America come out as a, like a character meet and greet. And I was like, that's okay. He looked awesome. Like it was awesome. (laughs) Well, I I mean, once again, the visuals, it, they all looked really cool. Like a zombie Scarlet witch was like, Oh man, (laughs) like terrifying. She was terrifying. And, 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 And like, they did a really, really nice job on her. Yeah, I just felt like that. Well, and even like everyone made a big deal about there is a whole arc two of Spider-Man being the Sorcerer Supreme. And so when, yeah, it's really, it's a a bonkers arc. Um, And so (laughs) when he, when he, when he gets the cloak on, everyone's like, oh, good Sorcerer Supreme Spider-Man. It's like, no, it's not. He just has the cloak on him. That's it. Yeah. This isn't a bonkers storyline. Different episode. He's wearing a cloak. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) Stop freaking out about this. Um, yeah, I, I agree that, that that was the one episode that really stood out to me as being like, yeah, just kind of kind of disappointing. I, every other episode I felt was like at at least a six out of ten. It's like, yeah, that was an enjoyable, you know, it was fun. Like, sit down and watch an episode. I it it, it was a little bit refreshing that like this wasn't the show where it's like, you know, Friday morning. All right. New episode is out. I can't look at the internet for a while. I would, you know, what's the spoilers going to happen. I got to sit down and watch this. And, you know, it was just like, yeah, I'll watch it and have some time. And like, it was a fun little, oh, little was, relaxing time. That was the WandaVision and Loki where it was like, 
okay, do I get up early and watch this or can I avoid the internet? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Whereas you're right. Like it wasn't like I was waiting on a massive spoiler of what happened in the latest. What if episode (laughs) like in the episode, what if Captain Carter were the were the first Avenger? I wonder what's going to happen in that episode. <laughs> Spoiler. I bet I know. Uh, <laughs> ooh. Um, and I mean, I mean in, in some cases you didn't know, like what if Thor were an only child, which that was another one I thought was just kind of uh, like, uh, I, I okay. enjoyed it. I thought that was a good baseline six out of 10. Um, yeah. Where he just like okay. is this party boy. And then uh, uh, Jane ends up calling his mom. Like I, <laughs> I just thought that was. <laughs> but like, to me, it was like, I know that they have so many options to pick from, like so many really cool ones. I wonder why they went with this one. Like, it's fine, but just like. I think this is one of the challenges of doing an MCU specific one, which you had to because that's the storylines that people know is there is a limited amount of storylines you have. Yes, mm-hmm. it's a lot of movies, but also, you know, when, when the comics did this, they had years and years and years of comics to, to come up with. And so they could really pick out the cream of the crop storylines. I think what you had here is the problem of and I think this is part of the reason why they had to tie it in all at the end is they I, I, I'm curious if they just kind of like, all right you know, we could do this, but we've got, you know, it's not really a story. Cause that's the challenge is you can say, well, what if, I mean, let me just think of one right now. What if, uh, um, Iron Man didn't sacrifice himself or didn't put the missile into New York and New York got blown up. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, I guess there's not really like the storyline would be everyone in New York is dead. <laughs> um, Tony's got even more PTSD than normal. Yeah. It, it, like, I, I don't I don't really see that as an interesting storyline. So, I mean, we mm-hmm. can sit here and come up with any what if scenarios, but ones that actually have a story that we could follow. I, I don't know, but I'm curious. So, I mean, this is this has been renewed for a season two. And and I so I, I I did read that they were they were not supposed to use characters from the newest phase in the first season. So that that's why it was more of more specific, like the originals and all that. But in the next season, now they 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 were opened up and like what characters they can use and all that. So I I, I think that's going to be real good. That'll, yeah, that'll be I mean, interesting because you're looking at now you can bring in Shang-Chi, you can bring in Eternals, um, Spider-Man will have been out at that point, the far from home. Um, and even I'm curious, they, they there was an interview with um, I think it was Feige that said, you know, there's a chance that these characters, you know, with the multiverse kind of opening up that these characters from the animated show could come in in a live action sense. Mm-hmm. And I think the most obvious candidate is Captain Carter. Oh, I, I yeah, easily. That was the first thing I thought of. Because and, you can't do T'Challa Star-Lord. No. Um, and I mean, you can't really, you don't want to bring in, you know, a zombie, whatever. Um, I don't think that Marvel wants, I don't think the MCU proper wants to introduce zombies into the I don't think they. I don't think they want that. <laughs> or and they probably also don't want to introduce super evil uh, Doctor Strange, <laughs> like full on, 
full of demons, literal yep. demons. <laughs> like, oh, well, we'll also, save that. Shout out to all the animators that had to come up with that many demons. Oh my goodness! Like, <laughs> like the story, but we have to draw more. We gave you fifty. No, no, no. I need at least no, fifty we... more. <laughs> Like they kept going. I was I was getting surprised. Like I thought, yeah, he had fight you know five big guys. It'll be powerful. No, he's gonna do this for years. Yeah, yeah. That that one was also another one where right you know right off the heels of episode three, where episode four ends like like dark, where the watchers like, yeah, I'm I'm not getting involved. You you screwed up. <laughs> Sorry. <Yeah. laughs> See ya. That was such a cool ending. It's like you know, like there there are some consequences here and. Yeah, and like it, everything's not not going to be magically fixed in the end. It's just, yeah, some of these are bad. That's it. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's because so much of the MCU is. I mean, even like after Infinity War, yeah, we knew there was going to be a, a like a good resolution, and uh, you have to, you know, I, I honestly, if if Endgame showed up and they lost again, everyone would be real mad. It'd be super disappointing, and it you wouldn't enjoy it. Like, yeah, you, you know, they're going to win in the end, but you want to know how. Yeah. So like for, for like the main stuff that's got to happen. But yeah, that's why I like that. We can do these episodes when, you know, like have massive consequences of Dr. Strange ending the universe. Like, yeah, you messed up. <laughs> Cause he absorbed like a thousand demons over <laughs> 20 years. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah. Um, also, this is one question I have to you. Did it? Did the um, uh, the replacement voice actors bother you at all? No, not. A, I I thought they did such a good job. Yeah. Okay. So Lake Bell does um, does uh, um, uh, Black Widow Natasha Romanoff in this. Okay. Um, and I the the thing that I most recently have seen her is. Have you watched at all or seen the new Harley Quinn series on HBO Max? Yeah, I've seen some of the episodes. Yeah, yeah, she does Poison Ivy in that. And if you are okay. a, if you are a Batman fan, uh, uh, and and not a child, I, I cannot stress enough that this 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 cartoon is not child appropriate. I did not know that going into the first episode, so I was very surprised. <laughs> yes, just as a warning there, but she does Poison Ivy, and 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 if you're a Batman fan. You are going to like the, it is a absolutely hilarious show. The, the, the best Disney crossover one I can do is so the, the, I'm going to go on a side tangent here. Cause I love this moment among many where uh, Harley Quinn is trying to get into the Legion of doom. And she finally does. And she gets to, like one of their, one of the meetings. So Lex Luthor is like, all right, this is where we sit around and, and uh, you know, gather, gather ideas for evil schemes, talking about materials. Blah, blah, blah. We model it after they, uh, how they do it at Pixar. And then Bane pipes up. I wish they would make another up movie. <laughs> they can't Bane. It ended at the, it ended at the first one. Well, what if the kid was the old man now? Ooh, I like this. <laughs> I just start going on this tangent about the movie up. <laughs> I'm just dying. Oh man. So I, she does a great job in, in, in that, in that series. And I thought mm -hmm. she did a really nice job and I can't imagine coming in for something and being like, yeah. So like Scarlett Johansson is, is synonymous with this character, but you're going to do it now. <laughs> Good luck. Well, and, and, and the other thing is I was surprised at how many people they got back for the show. So like, it, it's not like, yeah, you know, me and, and all my other coworkers here, we have to fill these big shoes. It's like, Oh no, some of them are also here. We, but there's only a few of us that we got to fill these shoes. It's like, 
that's that's tough and she nailed it well it's that i think the only ones that didn't get back were um chris evans uh robert downey jr and scarlett johansson i think those are the only three yeah um you know, benedict cumberbatch was was in like i mean uh, uh obviously you know chadwick boseman Haley atwell um uh, uh, I mean, Seth, uh, Seth Green was Howard the Duck, like just like he was in Guardians. I mean, they, they got the whole team back together. Yeah, I was, I was trying to remember if, um, oh my gosh, I'm blanking. The Guardians of the Galaxy, the green guy. Drax? Yeah, I, did, did they get Dave Bautista? I don't know if it was Drax Drax? in much of this series. He, I think, I think he was only in that second episode because he was like serving behind a bar, uh, and like he wanted a picture with Star Lord to show to his kid, like, like, hey guys, look, his family survived. I think that was it. Okay. okay so I'm, yeah. I'm betting they probably didn't get him back for you know three lines. Line. It, yeah. Or they just called him on the phone, was like, hey Dave, just like say this one line, just say these words. <laughs> okay, thanks, Dave. All right, um, cool. Get back to doing you. I will say that was a. Good thing and at times um, a bad thing. Voice acting and acting are two different things. Yes. And you could very much tell that some of these actors are not good voice actors. Voice um, acting's a very different skill. Yeah. Uh, most of them did just fine. Um, mm-hmm. And you can tell the actors that do voice acting. Like you could tell that Benedict Cumberbatch does voice acting. Yeah. And acting, but the, the one the one that I thought was the most egregious for me was Sebastian Stan. That Sebastian Stan as Winter Soldier on the screen, wonderful. Mm-hmm. His voice acting of Winter Soldier, um, like very very just kind of vanilla. Like, yeah, okay, man, <laughs> you're not really pulling me into the character here. And I. I, I think having that background context of already seeing these characters and like associating the voice of the character was a huge benefit. Like, I think if, if, if this was the first time you've ever heard or seen the winter soldier, eh, it and, wouldn't be very effective. And that's probably why most people didn't notice is because for us, it is so synonymous that you're just yeah. like, yeah, that's just, that's just the winter soldier. Like uh, that's just who he is. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't think that that was a big distraction. Like I knew it wasn't Scarlett mm-hmm. Johansson and it didn't really matter. And I knew it wasn't Robert Downey Jr. But oh, well, like I, I it, that didn't ruin it for me. And I actually right. haven't heard many fans say, oh, that ruined it. I wish they would have gotten those people back. I, I, I don't, I don't think so. Um, so anything else on season one, uh, any other things you want to hit favorite moments, least favorite moments? Um, uh. No, I, I I think you. Yeah, we've kind of we've hit. I every think we, episode. we got them. We got it all. Yeah. Of them. So I mean, this is kind of a, a stupid question in my opinion, but I will still ask it. Uh, like, what do we expect for season two? Yeah, I, I, I kind of been thinking about this. I don't know if I have an answer. Do you? <laughs> I. Right, like the point of the show is ex- expect the unexpected. It literally any anything could happen. So I guess the only thing I'm expecting is a a wider cast of characters. I was actually kind of surprised to see, you know, T'Challa show up in so many of them or, or, um, you know, Tony Stark's show up in so many of them. It's like, you know, I I know that uh, the MCU has a pretty huge list of characters. Like, I'm curious who else they'll bring in. Well, especially with all the new characters that they're introducing where. A lot. Yeah. Shang-Chi and, Mm -hmm. um, 
and his sister, whose name is totally escaping me at this point. Um, and, you know, obviously the Eternals brought in, what, 10 new characters? <laughs> to the, Something to the like MCU? that. Like, there were a lot. At least. Yeah. Um, and, uh you know we're we're getting some uh, we're getting some from the TV shows as well. I mean, like She Hulk oh. and Moon Knight are coming yeah. up here, um, Echo as well. Like, there's a lot mm-hmm. of new characters that are 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 being uh, are being introduced not just on the big screen but in the TV shows as well. And I'm curious to see how they weave how they weave those all in there. And I mean, the big question too becomes I don't know what rights anybody has anymore. Where you know. At the end of let of let there be carnage, you saw the you know Venom mm-hmm. is in the MCU, and even the Morbius trailer where Morbius interacts with Adrian Toomes, and so are those characters on the table? Like, are, well, we get and a- I mean, and you know, with Disney owning Fox and all, you know, are we are we going to start seeing X Men anytime soon? Wouldn't that be a big curveball if the first time they introduced like X Men uh, would was in a what if series? What if, <laughs> what, what if Scarlet Witch was actually a mutant? <laughs> wow, that's a crazy idea! Whoa, <laughs> um, I, I still I still am on this boat because this is still possible that you know the in the comics Scarlet Witch. There's a famous comic book thing where. She she whispers no more mutants and the House of M. Out, yep, House of M wipes out a bunch of mutants, but besides like I think 90 are left. And then yeah. that triggers a whole storyline. There's actually a really sweet Avengers versus X-Men storyline uh that revolves around the Phoenix saga. It, it's it's really fun. Um Namor uh Namor the Submariner uh basically destroys Wakanda with the ocean. Uh, in that comic series. That's uh, cool. It's, it's very cool. Um, uh, but, uh, I think they're going to do a reverse in the MCU that That'd Scarlet be- Witch somehow creates all the mutants through something. I, I don't, that, that's, I, that is my, that's my personal bet. And I, Honestly, I can see them doing that. Like, so we we've seen the power of Scarlet Witch when you know she's kind of losing control and you know WandaVision. and at the end she's reading the book of like trying to hone her powers, and you know we know she has this incredibly powerful thing. So, you know, I'm just waiting for some some event to happen, and she just loses it, and then all of a sudden. I- Hugh Jackman shows up and we get 20 more years of Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. <laughs> they they can't replace Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. Like I, no matter I how old he is. I don't know how you replace that character. No. And like uh, all the other X-Men, I feel like they actually replaced really well. Like they yeah. did a good job in first class and all. like they, they it, it felt very okay. But yeah, Wolverine Oh, that's going to be a very tough one. That's a tough one. Well, I'm not sure what actor would take it on. Like, cause I, I feel like that's one of those, you know, we talked about this in um, solo where we actually, when we reviewed solo, a star Wars story, we're like, you know, this movie's actually really fun. Yeah. And most of the flack it got was, well, it's not Harrison Ford. And it's like, yeah, yeah. no, duh. It's not Harrison Ford. Like, but it no didn't one else matter. is, it, it didn't yeah. matter who you put in that people were not going to like it. Right. Um, so it, it, I think it's going to be the same thing. 
it it it's it's really it, I, I just this time in the MCU is so bonkers because we really have no idea. We have no idea where they're going with this story and no. how they're going to introduce characters. Like we know movies that are coming, like they've already announced the Fantastic Four movie. And, you know, that was kind of that's a big deal because clearly and that's why people think X-Men is coming at some point. It has to. Yeah. And, and we are getting more of the X-Men TV show. Yes. Um, but, but, you know, I've been rewatching some of it. Like, man, this show is so cheesy and so oh. nostalgic. Oh. But like, it's, is, is the new season, is it going to be part of the MCU or is it still just going to be, you know, its own show over there? Are they going to tie it in? I, I really hope they do. Yeah. I, I will say, I do like that. They are leaving some things like, I think I like one of the things Marvel zombies is I, excuse me, I think is going to be like its own thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I like that in some cases, because I do think that at some point tying together, this story is just going to get And right now, because it's, it's Feige and it's been Feige and in the near future, it's going to be Feige. I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. Inevitably, one of two things is going to happen. Kevin Feige is either going to retire or he's going to die guaranteed one of those two things I, I tell this to people in my job all the time where i'm like preparing for the next person i'm like one of these two things is gonna happen i'm gonna leave this job or i'm gonna die one of those two things is guaranteed to happen and so what happens to then the next person that has to come into this yeah and try to you know cultivate war you know tie together everything and i think that's gonna be that's gonna be tough but yeah and um recently last marvel movie i saw was the eternals and i i have a lot to say about that that's for another day but one of the things that stood out to me is that i felt like it would have been a better movie if it was not in the mcu where i i know that there's all these other heroes around and i know that there's these other big planetary issues and fights going on and oh yeah we're just we're not a part of that and they're they're not going to be a part of this. And these are just separate things, even though these are these larger than life kind of events. It's like, if it was just a standalone thing of like these people in this world, I, to me, that would have made it better. Well, this has been the the big thing with the MCU. Cause like you're exactly, you know, with Eternals, it's like, there's a God coming out of the ground and the Hulk's just like sitting at home going, huh? Oh, that's you weird. Know, you know, I, I got a lot to do today. You know, my house needs to be cleaned. Yeah, yeah no, it's fine. Someone else can deal with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and I mean this this was the this is the Captain America the Winter Soldier conundrum where 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 like Hydra is taking over the world and someone's like, you know, I can get like Tony Stark on the phone like right now. It's like, no, 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 we got this. You know, uh, how about the Hulk? We can just like, he can just like oh. smash the helicarriers. He can be here in like two minutes. Um, <laughs> No, 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 we can handle it. Probably, we gotta, we gotta get these three chips into, like, so they can destroy each other. Like, yeah, like just call Tony Stark and have him missile the thing. <laughs> I mean, like you know, Nick's got Captain Marvel available at any time. There's aliens invading New York City. Ah, I got this team. They got it. Yeah, no worries. No worries. It's all fine. I got this. Um, I mean, but that's always been kind of the yeah. problem with, and even I, I imagine that there's some of this in the comic books as well. Oh, I'm sure. Where you know you have these storylines where you say they're in a shared universe, and yet these Earth 
altering things happen. This is why I actually really liked, and I'm happy to hear that maybe they're going to start bringing this in, in, in the Disney plus TV. I really enjoyed the things like daredevil where this threat is not an Avengers level threat. The Kingpin is not, I, I know I, that was a hokey thing to say, but it's, it's not, it. I mean, it's, it's, I have to, it's yeah. not something that is, uh, that has to be called the Calvary in for, and that's why it's allowed to happen because they can just operate with, with no like that's why these heroes exist these you know street gang or street level heroes yeah daredevil season one is the exact thing i thought of in that regards and i mean i haven't seen that show since it first came out you know however many years ago and that's still what i remember about it is that like this is a really big issue for this group of people and you know calling an iron man here that would not fix the situation he cannot fix this only daredevil can fix this situation and it was, I, I loved it. I thought that was so good. And like, I, I think they, they did a good job with that. in the first Spider-Man is like, you know, like the, the vulture, he, he's an enemy. He's doing these things, but it's not like, you know, he's threatening the city and all that, you know, it's not like we're, we're going to call him in. And yeah, Tony is there and he's, he's involved, but like, yeah, this is, this is a Spider-Man situation for him to prove himself. Spider-Man's not going to try to call someone. He's like, no, I can do this. And he can. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I'm, I'm excited with, she-Hulk, I think, is yeah. similar to, you know, she's a lawyer. It sounds like they're going to try to, I think, I think the rumor is that Charlie Cox is coming back to play Daredevil and they're going to kind of backdoor him into this series. Oh, and that'd be sweet. Introduce him into the MCU because, yeah, like this is where I, I'd love to see them go on more of that. And, and a little bit of this is, I guess, to kind of go along with this. I mean, I, I, after I am done here, I'm going to go up and watch episode three of Hawkeye. Um, <laughs> that's what I'm doing next. Yeah, hey. <laughs> um, and I, I think that's, uh, if, having watched the first two episodes, yeah. this is a perfect example of it, where it's this threat that clearly is a threat, but you're not going to gather the Avengers up for no, like it's it, yeah, yeah. It, it's a street gang, you know. Yeah, they're causing problems, but you know, I I can handle it. I I'll figure it out. Yeah, Hawkeye's gonna handle it. First of all, and and just just for that, uh, the LARPing scene with Hawkeye, I loved. I absolutely loved. I I was laughing out loud. I, I'm like, and they're even playing the dramatic music, having it being slow mo, and it's like, oh my gosh, this is. This is great. Thank That's another you. series. Maybe I'll have you come on. Maybe you'll be invited back on for all this Marvel questing things that Casey doesn't want to watch because he's not a big Hawkeye guy, so he doesn't want to watch that either. I'm going to try to convince him of it because uh, I, I I've enjoyed the first two episodes. So yeah, I, I I'm I'm excited, and I mean, one of the other issues I had with Eternal is that like it's it's always these big, massive, world-ending threats. Oh my gosh, we have to do this, and it's like it kind of takes the steam out of it. It's like, well, yeah, but we also just had one and you know, there was one before that. it's like, yeah, okay. The world's ending, you know? Okay. Yada, yada, yada. Show us some people in track suits making trouble in the city. (laughs) Yes. Like this is what I want. Like give me this very small little story going on. I, I, I've been appreciating those more. And that has been, in in terms of the comic books, has been a lot of what's been successful is these smaller comic book stories that don't deal with earth-shattering events that deal with 
like one hero having to take on something in their city or even like, I'm just a smaller, but still very serious problem. And I, 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 I've appreciated that about it so far. And I have to say, one of my big problems with a lot of the Marvel Netflix series was I felt like they were always like three episodes too long that you just, yeah. like you like episode six would be like nothing happened like why do we have this episode and then like you just be like oh luke, my gosh luke cage went yeah. on oh wait no it's like okay and i liked luke cage but i did too it, it just it just kept going just, and going and going and you're like all right i feel like we should like you have unbreakable skin just like walk in there <laughs> yeah like we, you can solve this pretty quickly yeah, this this seems not to be you're, a big you're issue. You're choosing not to. Yeah, <laughs> and this is one of the reasons. Also, I, I know we've now turned this into a Daredevil podcast. Why I like Daredevil? Not, I mean, you could argue the superpower was his senses, but he's just a regular dude. Yeah, but his solution it was all right. I'll try to kick their butt, and he got beat up a ton. He's not overpowered. No one would argue that Daredevil is an overpowered character. Yeah, no. But, he always got the job done, even if, you know, he was severely limping out of there and then he had to take two episodes to recover. Yeah, you know, it's all fine. But I just well, and and I I was impressed that um, I, I'm 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 impressed that Marvel is also doing this in such a like tight uh, series like I mean Loki was six episodes Falcon and Winter Soldier was six episodes Hawkeye yep. is six episodes like this is very concise and yet it feels full and fleshed out. And I, I don't need like I, Hawkeye. I, this is a perfect example of something that they could have doubled the episodes and done like 12 or 13 and just done a butt ton of like campy shots of New York City. And like we have a 10 minute scene of him, him and his kids ice skating and having a good time. You're like, why are we watching this? Yeah. <laughs> there'd be an episode where, you know, he loses his bow and now he's got to figure out who he is. Who am I without the bow or something? Get it back. And, <laughs> and then it's just going to turn into like the CW and it's like, yeah. Oh, it's oh like, someone ran faster than the flash again. Now he's got to figure out what to do. Okay. <laughs> I'm just imagining the, uh, he has to like sing a song from the Muppets, you know, am I a man? (laughs) Nice Hawkeye musical that, you know, oh man. Well, hey, we we still got four episodes of Hawkeye we haven't seen. Who knows? I I swear, if we watch episode three and he loses his bow and has to find it, we are going (laughs) to. Oh no. I, the first episode I already had the musical in there, yeah. so we know it's possible. Which I thought was actually that is another part that I cracked up at, where he's watching this musical with his kids, and and he's just like losing it. So just um, like I was there, you know who wasn't? Man, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As I was like, what? Who is? Why? Why is he on the screen? Like, why did they have him on the stage? Oh yeah, just writers put him in there because they thought it'd be better for the musical. Like, oh, that's that's good. Okay, that's yeah. funny. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I just love all of this Marvel content. Like I, I am a content junkie. Like Same. I, 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 I love all kinds of content. I love that they're that Disney plus has been successful so we can get more content. Um, I mean, there's a whole bunch of existential questions that we're not going to get into right now. Of like, whoa, when is too much? How are we going to saturate the market? Yada, blah, blah, blah. I, 
I I think the market is already so saturated at this point. It's like if I were to get a washcloth fully wet and then just keep pouring water on it, at some point it's it's as wet as it's going to be. You can't saturate it anymore. <laughs> well, and going back to what if, you know, if you don't want to watch it, don't. That's yeah. fine. Your life goes on. No issue. People that want to watch it, we liked it. Great. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, that, it's, it's that's okay. We can have that. And even I know Feige has talked about these shows where they're tr- they have to figure out where a movie is as access to everybody where, you know, yeah. you you can go to the theater, pay your money and see it. Disney Plus, while, yes, it technically does have access to everyone. It is on an exclusive, you know, paywall streaming service. And so he did talk about the the trick is trying to make these stories meaningful to the greater story, but also if someone doesn't see them is not completely lost when it comes to the movies. Mm-hmm. And I am curious how they do that moving forward. Yeah. Cause I mean, you know, obviously with Loki, it's like, I feel like this is going to have some pretty big effects on the MCU. You know, I, I, how are they how are they going to make this like oh yeah this other thing happened and you know they'll they'll say a line or two in the mood be like hey remember this and then we can keep going like no that's that's kind of a really big deal this is a big deal yeah yeah i'm i'm curious I don't to know. see how this wraps up so oh man man we're like you know less than a, by the time this episode comes out we're less we're like 3 weeks away from Spider-Man so oh i, uh, I think that one's going to be kind of a game changer a um, bit. i'm so excited i'm very like i the the last 3 marvel movies to me have been fine it's okay you know eternal shang-chi and black widow like i saw them okay and spider-man though ooh I think part of that that is our generation is we're like, we're going to get to see Alfred Molina as Doc Ock. Yes. 12 year old me is cheering inside. I I just rewatched Spider-Man two, like two weeks ago. I like, I love this movie. I it's, it's probably not actually that good of a movie. I don't care. It is. I love this movie. It is that good of a movie. (laughs) I love every second of this. Like, yeah, he's definitely, you know, like just out of high school. That that was the big thing with Tommy McGuire. It's like this guy's just out of high school. He looks thirty-five. So <laughs> rewatching it, I'm like, why did I believe this? That is seen, a fully grown adult. Have you seen the SNL skit where it's um it's Jason Sudeikis is the police officer, and then it's Bill Hader, Andy Samberg, and, and um Horatio not Horatio Sands. Um Um Oh, I'm 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 totally blanking. Um, guy who voices Dewey in DuckTales. Um, but anyway, uh, Bobby Moynihan. That's, that's yeah. uh, They're playing teenagers. And then like it's Keenan and, and uh, uh, Tracy Morgan that come and like scare them straight. And, and the sketch ends. They're all dying laughing. And the sketch ends with Jason Day be like, how old are you? And, and Bill Hader's like 30. And <laughs> Sam goes, 35. And, and, and Moynihan, 40. <laughs> we got to start trying you as kids. And then, like, that's kind of what this reminded me of, where it's like, you're clearly like in your thirties, man. <laughs> oh goodness. Uh, all right. Well, I think it is closing time here at the beers and ears podcast. Uh, Thomas, thanks so much for coming on. Well, thanks for having me, Matt. It was great. I'm, I'm sure we'll have you on. One of these times we got to get you on when Casey's on. Cause both times you've been on, you know, has, has been a non Casey episode. I, I've been yeah. replacing him. 
<laughs> taken over. You're, you're, very you, slowly. Very, very slowly. Are you Casey's stunt double? <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. what? I don't want to do this episode, Thomas. You get in here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, as always, if you want to get a hold of us, um, you can email us, beersandears1928 at gmail.com. Twitter and Instagram at Beers Ears 1928 Facebook group Beers and Ears Podcast. We just uh, launched uh, uh, about a week ago. Facebook has a new like podcast thing where like now you can like listen to our podcast straight on Facebook apparently. Um, so very cool. A lot of you know, so a lot of new things happening. Um, we are in the process as of December first, which is when we're recording this, uh, in the process of getting together a website for the Sorcerer Network, um, so it can be the home of this pod, uh, discontinued on display, our sister podcast, and you know any other podcast that I. I would say decide to create, but I don't got time for that. Um, I need other people to create podcasts. So, uh, you know, you got an idea for a podcast, hit me up. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll see what, see what I think of it. Um, that sounded very pompous. I don't care. I'm going with it. Um, as always, um, rated review us, uh, five stars, five stars. Um, tell a friend, uh, you know, we're, 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 Thomas asked me before we came on of like, what episode are you on? And I believe this is official episode number 136, which does not include Infinity Saga series. So we are well over 150 episodes of content on the airwaves, which if I think about how many hours of talking are on the airwaves is just bonkers. So (laughs) it's a lot of talking. (laughs) It's a lot of talking, which, you know, that's kind of what I'm best at. So I'm playing into my strengths. Um, so, all right, all right. Let's raise our glasses. Um, I'm gonna raise my glass of water that's now gone. Are you drinking wine today? No water. Oh, <laughs> but you know we came prepared to the beers news podcast. It's, it's you a, know it's a it's a Wednesday, guys. It's a Wednesday. I gotta work tomorrow. You know, <laughs> work tomorrow. <laughs> this one's been on us. We'll see you next time, everybody. Thank you for listening to a Sorcerer Network podcast.